Thanks again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. We're on volume 38 of the Quarantine Lean. And of course, I am your host, Jerome Thornton, representing Bastrop, Louisiana, by way of Chicago, by way of Elgin, and right now, Rockford, Illinois. Um, As you all may very well know, um, within the past, I would say four months, we have about three rappers who have been murdered and killed by what they call in the streets ops, pretty much gang violence. And the latest person is King Von, R.I.P. King Von. Um, and, you know, much respect to his family. And Lil Dirk, the OTF music group, and all of the affiliates out there. Um, this is very, very sad. I'm sick and tired of seeing men, African-American men, African-American men that have so much potential who actually were were on their way to make it um, in the hip-hop industry being killed by other black men. Um, If you all are regulars on the show, if you all have listened to my podcast, one thing that I've made clear and for certain is that we as black people need to take some time out and to reconnect with one another and show love, respect, and appreciation to people who look like us. And here's another example of why I've been, I wouldn't say one of the only people, but I've been pushing this this narrative for a while. Now, it seems as though that King Vaughn was murdered in Atlanta outside of a nightclub. Um, I'm not exactly sure about the specifics about what happened, but people are now being arrested and charged with murder. Also, there were other people who were actually killed and some that are still in the hospital with injuries. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious. It's so serious that at this point, we the older generation that are in our late 30s, that are in our early 40s, I really do feel as though that it is our duty to take some time to to mentor somebody that's in the field. And I don't mean preach to them. I just mean um, give them some encouragement, you know, Drop a jewel in their mental jury box or brain or mind and, 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 and let them know that, 
hey, man, you know what? If you ever need to talk, if you ever need some advice, I'm here for you. And I know a lot of you all are saying, okay, Jerome, well, how do you think that they will respond? And you know what the question to that is, I'm not sure. Some may respond with aggression. Some may respond jokingly. And some may be um, may be receptive. But I also think that this is very, very important because there's a barrier that these young men have. And it is so, so thick and strong to where if you say something to them, they may not appear to receive it, but in actuality, they process it. Um, this generation, I've always been saying um, the millennials are very, 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 very smart and intelligent. A lot of people misjudge them because, you know, they're thinking that they're lazy. They don't know what hard work is. And just because they have a different value system than we have, I think the older generation sometimes um, uses that against them. And it's very, very unfair. I'm going to talk about a couple different things um, from my past that I had to encounter. If you all are familiar with the podcast, you all have understand that I had a friend that was murdered when I was 16. And to be honest, it was a life altering event. Um, it sent in a lot of depression, um, a lot of aggression and a lot of man grief, to be honest. So I can only imagine what his family is going through at this point in time for what I'm understanding that he actually moved to Chicago or moved out of Chicago um, to escape some of the violence and some of the um, different harms that are in Chicago, especially when you're a up and coming rapper and, you know, you rap about the things that you've experienced before. I mean, in these men, you know, they don't play games. You know, when they say drop the location or, you know, it's on site, that's exactly what this means. So we have a lot of different areas that we could, as men, as grown men, that we could, you know, at least just say, hey, man, look, it's not smart to drop your location. It's not smart to diss um, other groups and talk about you know, they're dead homies. It's not smart to, to keep score on how many people that, you know, that's being killed on the other side. And, you know, at the same time, they have this persona on Instagram. It's, and, and it's not a persona. They're ask, they're actually living this. So um, what can we do to save these in some situations, man, these 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 people are 18, 19 and 20 and they're toting big guns and they're, you know, they're on lean. They're probably on Percocets. They're probably snoring lines, you know, and on top of that, they're drinking. 
And they're processing things so fast to where, and they're making decisions, split decisions so fast. And sometimes these decisions can be made on whether a person lives or dies or on their own life. So a couple of months in the summer, Pop Smoke was murdered. Famous rapper out of New York. Uh, he was doing the the drill. The drill music had has actually transformed into a New York thing now, which is a good thing. I think, you know, I think um, when I first started the virtual hustle radio show, I talked about the influence of Chicago artists and how Chicago was going to be a very, very, very. Um, I wouldn't say destination, but I stated that they were going to be a, a stronger presence um, in hip hop. I talked about the influence of, of Chief Keef. I talked about how I felt at the time that Kanye West should have mentored a lot more up and coming rappers from Chicago. Unfortunately, um, Kanye around that time started to have some mental um, relapses in regards to his own mental state. So he wasn't able to do that. But as we see, when we look at different scenarios like um, this guy, F.G.B. Duck, he was murdered in Chicago. I mean, it, it's 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 bad. It's it's rough out here. And I think that this generation is a reflection upon. The prior generation. It's just like it's just like wealth. And I don't know why all the time I have to insert economics, but that's just who I am, you know, take it or leave it. But it's just like one generation is gonna be the a carbon copy of what the other generation didn't do or did do. So say for instance, if you made sure that everyone in your family had life insurance. And when the actual older parents and uncles and aunties passed away, they were actually able to transfer wealth to, you know, their children. And make sure that things were set up in place to where, you know, all the money wasn't put in their hands and they were actually able to, you know, have annuities and different things like that to pay them for about 25 years. Then guess what? That next generation is not going to be in poverty. Right. They're not going to have to face a lot of different things that their peers were going to face because the family actually prepared. Guess what? It's the same thing in regards to this generation. A lot of us, right, drop the ball. A lot of us actually continue um, to not choose to evolve from the street life. And in actuality, in certain cases, we actually inform this generation um, on not how to be smart, on, on, on just how to go as hard as you can and do as much as you can, but we never taught them on the best way on how to move. And I think that right now we're seeing a direct correlation with, you know, misguided youth from anybody that's 30 all the way up until 45, People were just simply misguided. And right now, especially, especially now, 
right, with all the gang violence that's going on, if we can even do a, and this is probably something that I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to do an actual study and talk about how many African-American men within the past 20 years has actually died from gang violence. King Von is leaving his children. From what I'm understanding, he has children. Now, he did or he was smart enough or Lil Dirk was smart enough to provide him with guidance. So that way he has masters. That's the rumor that's out there that he has the ownership to his masters. So maybe his kids are going to be able to benefit and his family is going to be able to benefit from his music moving forward. But we need to think about how we're constantly filling the graveyards up. It's not okay. It's not okay for consistently children are being buried by their parents. Um, so before we move forward, though, I would like to thank everybody again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. I mean, the audience is now about seven people. Um, the last podcast, I think it did pretty good. I think we had about four four listeners, which is great. Um, if you all have anything to comment or anything to share in regards to the podcast, please don't hesitate to send me a message um, here on Anchor. I really do appreciate it. Or you can reach out to me on Facebook at Jerome Thornton. Um, also on Facebook at Thornton Media on Instagram at Virtual Hustle 77 on Twitter at Rome Empire. You know, so check me out. You know, it's it's nothing. I really do appreciate all the feedback and all the love that I'm that I'm receiving. So um, I do this for the love. This is something that I enjoy to do. But. Back to urban areas, right? Back to how older generations are coming down on the younger generation. I think that, you know, and sometimes in these situations, you know, when people are coming from these very, very, very difficult and rough backgrounds and rough upbringings, Chicago could be a very, very rough place. If you've never been there, hey, look, if you go and you go in the neighborhood, just know it's going down. You know, there's all types of drugs that's around. It's all types of guns that's around. People are very, very, can be very, very violent because no one trusts or trusts anyone. It's kids being murdered. It's houses being shot up. It's people that's being raped. It's people that's being kidnapped. This is what's going on in the hood, in the in the African-American community, you know, and you have so many people that want to start from the top, but they refuse to start from the bottom and try to give back with just a, with just say, hey, man, you know what? Look, check this out. If you out here, you selling drugs right now, you selling weed. OK, how long do you think that that's going to feed you and your family. Can you tell me in five years that you're going to be legal in five years? The person that you're talking to just may, just may say, you know what, motherfucker? It's none of your motherfucking business. The fuck on. Old man, before I do something to you. Cool. 
Hey, man, my bad. You know what it's all right. And just keep it moving. But you best believe that conversation that you just had that was not pleasant, by the way, that kid is going to think about that. He's going to think about it. Whether he responds to it or not, he's still going to think about it because he's not dumb. Right. He knows that the police is watching him, that, you know, what probably one of the guys from the hood will probably try to rob him and probably even try to kill him. If they have the opportunity to get some money, maybe 10,000, 15,000, which is not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. But in the hood, 15,000, 20,000 cash. Is a lot of money and you'll be surprised what these what these people in these lifestyles would do for that type of money to be on Instagram, to travel to, you know, Miami, to travel to New York, to travel to L.A., you know, and just have fun at the end of the day. They want to enjoy life. But this destructive lifestyle that they live in is preventing them from doing it long term. So. I'm a I love hip hop. I love gangster rap. I listen to it all the time. Right. Um, man, Kevin Gates, Mo3. I mean, these are some of the people, some of my favorite artists, of course, T.I., um, Young Jeezy, man, you name it. Uh, Currency, I, Killer Mike. I listen to it all. Like I'm a, I'm a very, very sophisticated um, listener of hip hop, so to speak. And you know, some, some of the time, man, the messages aren't good. You know, some of the times the messages aren't good. But we also have to give these people the opportunity to grow, because you know what, we had opportunities to grow. And we made mistakes and we did the same things over and over, except we weren't as violent with it. You know, these people, some of these people know that's living in Chicago. know 20. Between anywhere from 15 to 20 people. That's been killed, that's been murdered, that they personally know. Imagine what that could do to someone's psyche. You know, and you wonder why these people are out here like, you know what? Hey, look, I don't give a fuck. I'm living for today because they know they really, really, really know. That life is not promised. That's the reason why a lot of these a lot of these kids say, you know what? I keep it on me at all times. Because they know at any given time. That it could be a gunfight. So how do we combat that? Now, that's a great question. I don't have an answer for that. How can we combat gun violence in inner cities? Right. I say we just do it. Just I mean, we could attempt to do it one kid at a time, you know, I mean, but it has to be it has to be a unified front of real concerned citizens to save these to save these kids, to save these men and just say, hey, man, look. You ever thought about starting a business? Check this out. Out of those 15 people that you know died. Do you really, really want to have your family here? Right. Do you understand that there's other options for you? OK, this is where the power of community comes in. Um, I'm not saying that King Von was a saint. Um, that's not what I'm trying to get across. Right. He was in a lifestyle. But at the end of the day, a talented, another 
talented African-American man has been killed by somebody that looks just like him, probably over nothing. In the grand scheme of things, they're taking this shit really, really serious. You know, that Twitter beef that for everybody that don't know, Twitter beef is real. Instagram beef is real. That shit is real. That Snapchat shit, when they put when they be putting stuff up or when people be going live on Facebook and they everybody sitting back and they hollering that gang gang shit, it is real. But then when something happens, right, and you start to peel back the layers, you understand that it's it wasn't over a lot. That if the appropriate communication would have been made, that it could have been squashed. But RIP to, to King Von, RIP to all the people that has passed away to gun violence. I like to thank you all that, you know, for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Uh, what we talked about today was King Von. We didn't really go into his background and everything like that. But we talked about how these entertainers to have the world in front of them, young entertainers that's in the hip hop industry are being killed by other people that looks just like them and how older African-Americans can start to sow seeds and start to undo some of the things that really and truly we set back and watch happen. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, the Quarantine Lean edition. We're on volume 38. I'll talk to you guys a little bit later.